If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Paperboy. All right. Did you ever have a paper route back in the day? No. I know. I, I did not. I, in fact, when I, this game came out, I was only vaguely familiar with the concept of kids delivering a paper. It, it's funny because you and I both grew up in the same town, and we're a rural area that does not have a lot of bike-friendly areas, yeah. I would say. Um, and the I concept agree. of a boy delivering papers, uh, I've never seen in person in my life. Uh, we always had just some dude in a pickup truck. He didn't even have an, an official postal vehicle. Just some guy. Yeah, most most uh, in West Virginia, you would have to have you couldn't take bikes up and down these mountains. You'd be you would never make it. No. And you would also, you're, you if it's two or three miles to get to the neighbor, that's a lot. You know how many people? You're not going to be making. You could, yeah, you're not going to make a lot of money doing. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't think I ever saw a, a delivery boy here. Now I will say I knew when I was at, when I lived up on the mountain. I role played with a. Uh, we did D and D with a girl who delivered the Gazette. Uh, in her car. In her car, yeah. yeah. And she was, uh, in fact, she got made the headlines by saving someone during her route. She saved somebody's life. Really? Yeah, during the, her route. She was she was actually featured in the paper she wow. delivered. So I thought it was kind of neat. Just do you like remember, the paper boy, I guess, was. Do you remember when the Gazette merged with the Daily Mail? I do. I do. I do. I, was it the Mail that they merged with? Yeah, because yeah. the, the Gazette was the morning up. paper and the Daily Mail yeah. was the evening paper. It's amazing. We're They're lucky that we've got, a, most places, they'll have a real vibrant role. Our papers are still going okay. You know, I subscribed to the paper for a while in digital form. I actually paid money because I yeah. was like, yeah, I want to support local journalism, you know? I, it's It was horrible. The writing was horrible. I got better reporting and faster reporting on WSAZ.com. So that was the end of my supporting the the local the local journalism. I never really, you know, we used to get the paper. My parents still get the Sunday paper. I don't know if they get the dailies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I used to read the funnies. Yeah. That's basically... That's, the funnies That's all I did. The funny, funny paper. That's the rest. The rest of it I didn't care about. I liked on Sundays the funnies were in color. Yeah, that was that was all good. Yeah. it was all good. I, and then when I got older, I'd read the sports section. Mm-hmm. You know, see box scores, see who, see what the standings were in baseball, and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because I read, I read all the time, and I get the Economist. I read news magazines, but there's just, I, I don't know. I just couldn't get it. There's so much of the daily paper that's just fluff. It's not, it's not hard hitting. It's Dear Abby. You know, it's gardening columns, and uh, well, it's tough to to have. You know, I've I've been waiting for this technology, the technology that we heard about with the the bendable, foldable screen. Sure, the e-paper. And my thing was the what you do to save your because people. The one of the problems that things that people don't get is when the, is there's a there's a tactile pleasure in reading the paper. Yeah, you know, to a certain degree. And what you need is something that's that is similar that you could use. And what I'd like to see is a is a, a large, mm-hmm. you know, flexible screen, and then every day just the paper just appears on it. And instead of flipping through it like this, you just kind of hit a button, and it just changes. And you sure. Can, and you, but you can still you hold can it. Still hold on you can to take it. it to can or whatever yeah. if you read your paper. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, however, I, I disagree. I mean, I don't enjoy reading the newspaper because the size is always sort of unmanageable. You kind of have to fold it in a weird way. I'd like to get a newspaper in a magazine format. 
Well, I mean, it. I, I realize at that point it's not the paper. I'd want but. something bigger than a tablet, but mm -hmm. I can maybe slightly smaller than a full size paper. Yeah. You know, I can understand that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else to talk about with newspapers. You never delivered papers. I never delivered. You never delivered papers. grit. I never did. Did you ever? Did you ever submit anything for publication? Did you ever write an angry letter to the editor? I never did. No, I've written tons of angry stuff on the net, but not on. Not, <laughs> Who hasn't? Not, not, That's what the internet is for. You know, nothing. I never read anything in the paper that really made me angry. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't get that worked up about stuff. So that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about Paperboy, Aaron. I do get worked up about this because this is a game that I, I grew up. Well, yeah, I sort of grew up playing it. It was it appeared long ago. So before we get to the actual specy version let's touch on the arcade version okay for boy but now uh both this game uh debuted way back uh, in april of 1985 that's a long did you realize it was that old yeah i knew it was from 85 and this one was on the atari system 2 uh mm -hmm. hardware which i which I, as i mentioned before we owned that mm -hmm. so we didn't have paperboy though so the system 2 games marble madness was part of that um, Road Runner, yeah, uh, uh, Road Blasters. This was really, I think, the last era of arcade games where they were really trying to atta attract your non-traditional gaming audience. I remember reading about the development of these System Two games, and Atari gave its developers sort of carte blanche to try any non-traditional idea they could think of to lure more people into the arcade. Yeah, and they did come up with some, like another one was the uh, Temple of Doom was mm -hmm. on that set, was on mm -hmm. that setup. Uh, you had a lot of wacky games on the System 2. I think uh, Return of the Jedi was on System 2, uh, wasn't it? You may be right. I think you may be right. Um, so this game debuted in the arcades, like I said, in 85, in, in North America anyway. And so uh, you take on the role of a paper boy delivering papers to the local houses. Now, in the arcade, uh, famously, this game came as a stand-up arcade game. Now, I never saw anything but the stand-up. I don't think there was a cockpit. I don't think there was a cockpit. And you, it had handlebars mm -hmm. attached to the arcade machine, and mm -hmm. you'd actually literally drive your bike by uh, moving the handlebars. It was so super unique. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. you couldn't help but see it when you walked. I mean... There were there was one of those games that you just you automatically caught your eye because it was so unusual, mm -hmm. and then uh, um, uh, it was it had nice crisp gra graphics and they were they were uh, uh, three dimensional looking graphics. Again, this is eighty five, so this game had unbelievable sound and graphics. It had digitized sound. There was a huge jump between eighty four, oh, let's say eighty three and 85. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there yeah. was a major it was a major league jump. And this game was super popular. I mean, I saw these things everywhere. So Paperboy was in every arcade had it. You'd see it in, in even the small arcades or a 7-Eleven. You know, it was real popular. I mean, it must have been a huge hit for Atari. Mm -hmm. I can only assume. I uh, <clears throat> I collected. I started collecting arcade games uh, way back, and I guess it would have been uh, ninety. Let's say ninety six, ninety five, something like that, and. Uh, Paperboy was one that I almost got. I uh, my I went to a there was a local arcade in my house called Tony's, and I talked to Tony and I asked him if he had any arcade games he was looking to sell, and he did. And I was like, well, great, where are they? Because well, come over to my house and you can come take a look at them. And I went over there, and we went out and to my chagrin, surprise, we went out to his barn. 
and in his barn uh, on the hay-covered floor was a, a collection of arcade machines. That so were, people talk about barn finds all the time in our hobby, in the yeah. uh, arcade collecting hobby. You actually had a legitimate barn find. Well, these were barn finds because amongst the things in this barn was a stand-up Star Wars, uh, the uh, vector game. Uh, there was a uh, there was a, a couple of asteroids. Uh, there was a uh, what was the other one he had? He had he had like it was probably about ten games. I think he had an Omega Race, and uh, I think there was also a Virtual Fighter was out there too. Wow. Kind of give you an idea. Of so what was a pretty nice variety of games, right? Too. I mean, it was. I mean, he had and, and uh, but they were all sitting on a hay barn floor. Yeah, probably. So you knew what was going to happen. Killer, killer water damage. And but Paperboy was there, and at the time I said, "Listen, I because I was looking to bar. I wanted some bargain basement action." And I said, Tony, what is what are you asking for people? And I remember as I, as I recall, he wanted it was either four hundred and fifty or six hundred fifty bucks, which was ludicrous. I yeah. thought. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll think about it. And I never, I never ever went back over there uh, to get it. But, but I, it, it just goes to show, even back in the day, Paperboy was a very desirable game. Yeah. And now, well, I mean, it wasn't six hundred dollars desirable. It, right. I would have paid say two fifty at that time, but not. There's no way I'd pay four fifty or six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so I, it came close to getting one, uh, but it's always been a fun game. Now I do have a uh, an Atari hard driving game, and I think they have a similar control mechanism. I, I've never actually popped the top. I mean, if you look, if you look at a, a System Two arcade machine, the cat, the the. Um, the uh, control panel pops off, mm -hmm. and it's got all the stuff in there. If you look at like a hard drive, and I, mean, I will say the hard drive it has like a, a it's got like chains. It's and got stuff it's in got it. a bike chain in it, yeah. you know. It's a real, you know, so it's more it's almost like a bike game on its own. So anyway, uh, this was a really fun uh, and popular arcade game. So it was there was no doubt that it was going to get ported uh, over, and of course a huge hit for Atari. And, uh, Atari Arcade Division in, in the mid eighties. They were while the while the uh, consumer division was crashing and burning. Mm -hmm. The Atari arcade division was on fire. And right. Like if you if you ever looked into the Atari history, I mean they actually split off. Oh yeah, there were two separate companies. Which is really bizarre. Yeah. You know? After the time Warner merged. Yeah. That the, that, yeah. that really screwed them up. So uh, here come Atari uh, for the home systems. Now I I want to read this line just because because it's amazing to me. This has got to be the most ported game we've ever covered. But just to go over a few of these. You got your Amiga version, so you're right. By the way, you're making the just keep in mind the same thing on '85, and the, so you've got your Amiga, Amstrad, Apple II, and the 2GS. Got it. Atari ST, the BBC Micro, BlackBerry version of this wow. game. Remember BlackBerry, Commodore 16, the Plus Four, the 64, DOS, the uh, the BBC Electron, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, the Game Gear, the Genesis, the Lynx, the NES, the Master System, the 360, and something called the J2ME, which I don't know what that is. Do you know mm. what that is? Mm -mm. So that is a ton of different systems to release. So now, oh yeah, I know what J2ME is. What is it? It is the mobile operating system that was really popular in England and less popular here. It was what all the phone games ran on. Oh, before. okay, okay, great. So <clears throat> here it comes in 1986, uh, published by Elite. Uh, you had Paperboy on the Specky. Uh, now uh, the fellows that worked on this, I wrote down who they were and what they did. Uh, uh, you have Steve Lamb. Uh, he, amongst the things he did was Vendetta, uh, which is pretty famous. Uh, Tony Mack, he did Back to the Future 2, Championship Sprint, and Chips Challenge, and Super Sprint. Uh, Rory C. Green, amongst the things he did was Bomb Jack 2, 
and Fall Guy. There it is again. Mm-hmm. Frank Bruno Boxing. There's that here again. And Coca-Tony. So a lot of the stuff that we, that we love. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the same elite team, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, In I'll, more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, this was out. This was ready to go on the uh, on the 48K. Uh, and you had your, uh, you could use a joystick or the keyboard. And the original price, this thing, pretty economical, uh, £7.95 uh, on this boat. So, do you want to give me initial thoughts on this when you booted it up? You, you hadn't played this, I'm assuming, until this week. Right, right. I but you played, I you played the them. arcade version, I'm assuming. I played, I played lots of different versions of this. Okay. Um, so did you did you talk about what Paperboy was for the uninitiated? Uh, you're a paperboy and you go down a street in sort of a, 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 a Zaxani perspective. What would you call that? Uh, three quarters three isometric. Three quarters isometric. Thank you. And you are trying to deliver your papers to the houses that are subscribers, and to everyone else, you try to screw them over in some way by smashing their windows, knocking. I don't know why these people have uh, cemeteries in their yard, but knocking over their headstones, mm-hmm. or just generally whacking people to get in your way. Right. And uh, as you go down the street, you're avoiding uh, stuff like dogs, uh, people jackhammers, drunks, the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper crap rolling around, bees, uh, all, like weird crack and cement, skateboarders, mm-hmm. little remote control cars, yeah. uh, real cars, <laughs> you know, uh, grades in the in the, in the uh, in the road. So there's plenty of stuff to kill you. Right. So um, this game is a is a fairly accurate port of the spirit of the arcade original. Uh, the 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 speed of the game is is there. Um, however. The uh, the first knock against this game is that you go two speeds in Paperboy for the ZX Spectrum, mind-numbingly slow or impossibly to control fast. Uh, there's no uh, there's no in between. Um, it's like you hit up on the stick and all of a sudden you're off for the races. So that makes what's already a very difficult game even more difficult. Um, the your setting is portrayed pretty well. Um, of course, you are your your game is uh, mostly monochromatic. The uh, subscriber houses, the sidewalk, and you, the player character, as well as many of the hazards, are all that same sort of spectrum cyan. Um, you do have some other colors mixed in. The non-subscriber houses are a different color, or I guess maybe they're just black. Um, the cars are purple, but other than that, it's mostly a one-color affair. Um, now, the HUD does feature other colors, and you know, at the at the beginning, when I was, I always pull at the end of uh, every evening when we record the show, I always get the next week's show ready, so I download all the videos and stuff like that. And I saw, I kept seeing Atari in the uh, in the HUD. And that was throwing me off to such a degree. I was like, am I looking at the wrong port of this game as I was pulling out the videos? Because it's just so weird to see the word Atari. And a little logo. Yeah, and the logo appear on a ZX Spectrum game. And um, But anyway, that's that's part of the HUD. Um, I, I I would say that you know, the Spectrum, in order to run at this speed, maybe they had to make the, your field of view smaller. Um, You've got your your paper stack is portrayed on on the right side. Uh, you know, I'd say a third of the screen well, <laughs> is 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 not what's being played on. Um, as you go through the levels, uh, there were two things that that I really noticed that made this game not fun for me. Okay, mm-hmm. I am a big paperboy guy. 
okay? Uh, I grew up playing Paperboy on the venerable Nintendo Entertainment System. So much so that I have a really hard time playing the arcade version. I have a hard time with the with the, with the handlebars. It's a different yeah. it's a different deal. Yeah, that it is. When you, it's funny, I, I had the exact same experience after I went and played it in the arcade a couple of years ago. I was like, man, this is a whole different level right. of game. But yeah. I do enjoy playing it on Mame with just normal normal controls with a pad or a joystick. Um, there, uh, the first thing is that they've taken out the animation of your paper either going into the mailbox or hitting the doorstep. So in the arcade and many of the other ports of this game, you can physically throw the paper into the mailbox and you seal it sail into the mailbox and then you see a little score pop up below it. Yeah. In this game, whenever you send the, your paper to its destination, if you're successful, you don't see where the paper lands. All you see is a Batman-esque you know, score pop or I guess it's like a comic book ass. Batman. Yeah, I was thinking about the Adam West pow, you know. You see your score pop up and it totally obscures any sort of animation. Now you may think to yourself, well that's not such a big deal. Well let me tell you something. There's not a whole lot going on in Paperboy, so everything's a big deal. If you're missing that, you're missing a big part of the game. The satisfaction of seeing your paper end up where it's going. All you're doing is tossing papers in this game. That's a big part of the game. Until the end when you're doing jumps. Right, right. Um well, even in that too, you see your your paper sail, you know, and knock down a target. That's it's another thing. The other thing in this game is you've got to have the music. I realize we're talking about the spectrum. <laughs> we're talking about the spectrum, and and you're not going to get you're not going to get music. But playing this game in silence was a dreary, dreary affair. I felt like a criminal throwing papers through my my non-subscribers windows. I felt like a deviant without having that jaunty tune. Boom, 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 boom. There's a little noise that you, you do hear a little bang or ting or whatever when you toss a newspaper. Yeah, but the without that tune playing, uh, this was a, a very kind of dreary existence. I do like existence. that tune, it's yeah. a good tune. Yeah, so as a port, I think it succeeds. As a fun game, I think it fails because of those two reasons. Mm. What do you think, Aaron? Um, as I, I'm talking to the guys before we went on the air, I actually this is one of the games I actually have played on the uh, C64 mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. And I thought the C64 had a pretty good version. It was colorful. Mm-hmm. It was blocky looking, but mm-hmm. it was colorful and it, it got it right. Um, the... the uh, specky version of this game the it can't be overstated the amount of real estate that's taken up with crap uh you've got i mean i granted i know they did this for the in, in the interest of being able to get to run on this thing but i mean you're you've got i mean you said a third i would say you're almost to where half the screen is gone and just taking up with these stupid wastes of screen. Right. That paper, the garish green that shoots out, it's in stark contrast to the the baby blue of the actual screen is, is I don't like it's it. It's quite distracting. Yeah, it is. And it's pointless. If In the arcade and, and uh, certain other versions of this, they just have the little papers on the at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, they could have easily just had a, a paper and then a number next to it. You could have done anything right. better than that. <laughs> could, a picture of the paperboard going like, ah, and whenever he gets killed, he hit the box on his head. Right. Now, I mean, anything. <laughs> I mean, the, what they did was no good. And, and the fact that they've got the big logo at the top, and it's every, uh, I go back to that Dreamcatcher article from years ago mm-hmm. about borders. I mean, this is, this here is your new king. Right. You're playing this on a postage stamp level of screen. So that is a huge flaw. 
because uh, we've played plenty of spec games by now and that weren't like this. No. This is just and they ran plenty fast. This is just being lazy. Mm-hmm. All right, I, my opinion. I'm not a programmer. Now, uh, with that said, uh, also the color is uh, crap. Uh, uh, they don't even attempt to colorize the screen. It's, right. it's one monochrome color. Screw you, basically. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't even try it. Uh, hey, maybe they couldn't do it. Well, here's the way I see it. You know, they made the cars purple that are on the road. Yeah. What they should have done is spread that purple out amongst the rest of the things a little bit. I could have dealt with a two-color a two-color palette. What I would have liked to have seen color. is take the green behind the newspapers and put those in the grass. Yeah. How about some green grass? Right, right. You know, and high class forever. Uh, the uh, Now, all that said, and of course the sound, and I will say, and my favorite line, this this game sounds as one would expect on the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> and it, that, that continues unabated. Right. I will say there's the jaunty tune or some sort of jaunty tune is, real, is uh, beeped out when you start the game. Mm-hmm. And the loading screen's pretty pretty decent looking. Sure. It's got the newspaper boy. It's got the headlines that are mm-hmm. always funny, the little funny headlines. Uh, so the actual game. Take everything else and put it away, and and how does it play? Well, but like Boat says that there uh, that you've got two speeds, really slow or pretty fast. ARK is pretty similar. I mean, you you know you can slow down to the crawl or you go pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this plays a fair game of Paperboy. Uh, all the stuff you said is true. It does. It is an irritant when you can't get the satisfaction of sticking that paper right in, in the box. But it's not a deal breaker. Uh, most of the obstacles that you would expect are there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how far you got. I think I got to like Wednesday or something like that before I. Was uh, yeah. And uh, uh, it played like it. I would expect, uh, despite the fact you're playing in a postage stamp. Yeah. Every, oh, I mean, you, know. you are missing a couple things from the uh, the training course at the end. Oh yeah, know. but I mean, you. I'm expecting a cut rate version. Yeah. You know. I mean, if you're going to cut the screen on the third, deleting some stuff from the obstacle course or some of the obstacles that you would run into, it's <laughs> and it's funny too because when you get to the end, this is something they totally they totally could have done. You know, you you go to these they're like bleachers, you know, yeah. it's like a grandstand. Uh, I in the arcade version, the NES version, there's a pretty good amount of people. In the Spectrum version, there's like three people yeah. at the stands. And I like, believe in the arcade, it's like a cheer and stuff. <laughs> right. like um, but I will say they do have the obstacle course. It's pretty, you know, it's it's about what you remember, uh, and uh, it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I guess what I'm saying is functionally, you're right. That is a, an anemic amount of. You did not draw a good crowd no. for Monday. Maybe it gets better. Um, uh, the, the actual game of paper. If you're going to come home and play Paperboy, and on your Spectrum, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can get. I mean, this will give you that Paperboy feeling. Sure. Uh, is it going to be? A, but so, your the next question is: Is the Paperboy feeling, like the cut down version, is that good enough to keep you coming back? My answer is probably not. Uh, it's uh, um, it take when you drain away the charm from the game. It's uh, to me, it's not as much fun. I mean, it's, and. Something else doesn't. And again, look at. I usually try to look at these games from the perspective of like what was going on when it came out and what are the limitations of the system. And given the limitations of this, of this system, as far as I know it, I think this is a, probably a decent effort. But I, I something in my mind tells me that it could have done much more. Mm-hmm. All right, in my, in my opinion. And again, I'm not a programmer, but it, the fact that uh, uh, other systems were able to play this at full screen tells me that maybe they could have done that here too. We've played some games on the Spectrum that were pretty 
intensive, and and I, they managed to get a bigger screen. Than right. Uh, so that's a big flaw. For yeah. Me. The way I, and I, of course, this is somebody I'm not a programmer either, but it seems to me that when you're making compromises, you should either choose between small, colorful screen or full size, you know, mono color. You know, yeah. Choose and one. That's what I mean. Yeah. If they hit, a, if they said, listen. This is the spectrum. We can't. We're not going to have greens and blues and reds on the screen, but we're going to have an awesome white and black rendition of Paper Boys. You can play. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, sort of like a dark castle, <gasps> like really, really high res. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's and there's something to be said with that. But I mean, I'm not going to kill the game because overall it plays a pretty decent game, Paper sure. Boy. You just got to be ready to, to accept disappointment. Um, <coughs> so. I had I had a look at this. Now this is something I noticed. I read this. Uh, I think it was on Wiki. I couldn't. I can't confirm it. But according to this, it said the home version of this game sold more copies as a budget title than when they released it as a full price title, which I thought was interesting. Well, when you think about it, it is an arcade port of an arcade game that was several years old at that yeah. point. I could see it more of an impulse purchase. For it sure. wasn't. It wasn't super long after it came out in the arcade. You know, the funny. I will say this: if you saw this in the arcade in in and in, uh, in '85, which I did, and I thought there we will never see games like this at home, mm -hmm. and I'll be damned. They got them. They got them to the house. Mm -hmm. And so, if I'm a computer owner who picked my computer up two or three years ago, and all of a sudden this comes out, I'm pretty impressed. That can't be understated. I mean, they they uh, this is not the easiest game to render graphically. Right. Uh, it's a and and they it looks pretty close mm -hmm. to what the arcade does in a monochrome sure. one. Um, so. Uh, reviews on this bad boy. Um, the World of Spectrum guys gave this an 8.15. Pretty good marks there. Uh, um, Ace gave it five stars. Uh, ASM gave it a 9.25 out of 10. Pretty precise measurements there. <laughs> uh, Crash gave it an 88%. Uh, computer and Video Games gave it an 83%. The, the Computer Gamer gave it a uh, 69 out of 20. And the Happy Computer, 67%. Uh, I will say, uh, in 1986, uh, uh, the uh, Paperboy was was uh, given the award, the British Software Industry 1986 Game of the Year. Oh my gosh! Award, so pretty pretty popular game. I think they bought that. There's this, no way that was the game. Of I'm the not year gonna lie to you. This was a tough game to cover for me because, I, like I said, normally I try to look at this stuff as I would have looked at it back then. But I think uh, I think if we'd covered this in a week one or two. I'd probably gave it higher marks, but now that we've because seen I didn't think the spectrum could yeah. pull off that much. But now right. that I've seen some of the big games we've seen, I think they could have done a better job. That's just me. Now people in the know may know better than me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did get some uh, Discord reviews. Uh, the one and only Chris Folds says, "As a kid in the '80s, there was nothing more exciting than playing the arcade version of this after swimming lessons." Then one day to get a copy to play at home on my Specky blew my freaking mind. Yeah. Sure, the color is gone and the sound is weak, but the most important thing remains the sheer fun of the game. 7.5 out of 10. Graham Vebke says, I'm going against the trend. I hated this game and still do. <laughs> However, the ZX Spectrum version is more playable, in my opinion, than the arcade version. I agree. The sounds, well, yeah, it's easier to control. Oh. Didn't we just have the... Yeah. Uh, you lost. Okay, okay, I got you saying. Yeah, go ahead. The sounds are quite poor, but the details and the graphics are all there, despite the cyan. If so, I hope I'm saying that right. I hope it's not like 
Cyan or something. Cyan, like you got cyan, right? okay. You never heard of that? Like the crayon? Yeah, but I mean, I've never heard somebody Cyan? I think in my mind. I don't know. Cyan, you go okay. with that. Okay. If someone enjoyed the arcade game, they would love this and scored around 7 out of 10, but for me personally, because I don't like the game, 4 out of 10. Let's go back a second before you move on. Okay. The uh, uh, You think this is, uh, you think the home versions of this are, say, well, I, I'm confused as to what you're saying. They're easier to control, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, but I mean, given if you had enough time to get used to arcade controls, they may be at sure. least as interesting. Yeah. Oh, I, I, interesting by far. The, you want the, the 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 handlebars are a more interesting control scheme, but fine tuning, fine tuned controls with that thing, it's much more difficult. Now that said. I've played a lot more of the home versions. If I had That's, a cab here at the house, it might be a different story. It would be a fun one to have, too. It would it? be. It's, it's an interesting yeah. conversation piece. Oh, yeah, it's true. Which is why they go for the big bucks today <laughs> and not a car. Sort of like Tapper. Like that, right. You can play it at home, but it, without the actual controls, it's not as cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I did play a Tapper, and I was uh, I was, I was, was a little bit disappointed with the, uh, the actual controls. The Tapper mechanism was not as robust as I thought it was going to be. Well, so, maybe you got kind of a maybe it's been beaten I think down. maybe it was a third party yeah. uh, edition. Anyway, um Pixels at Dawn says the premier newspaper delivery and vandalism simulator. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was, true. That was what they wrote on the back of the cassette. I played this for hours on the Spectrum and have always preferred it to the arcade version. The simplicity of the design and the thrill of getting that 250 bonus for hitting the mailbox still hold up today. I still suck at the assault course section, and the frame rate makes it harder to dodge some hazards, but the game starts with picks at the top of the scoreboard, so how can I complain? Oh, man. Interesting. Dunk. The Duncan Styles says, I have never understood the popularity of Paperboy. I find it highly frustrating. While the Spectrum's graphics are basic, you... They move at a decent pace, and it is clear what everything is. I encountered some dodgy collision detection here. The game is there, and some will enjoy it, but I won't be in a rush to play this again. Five out of ten. It's kind of a polarizing game. It so is. People just don't don't dig it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gary Heather, actual real programmer, chimes in in the chat. He says the purple car is actually quite interesting. It looks like the road is a shadow mask, as the paper boy's wheels on the bike change to that color when he goes to the road off the sidewalk. I just assumed that's got a color clash thing. I don't know. Well, that's what that's what it is. He's explaining the color clash. Oh, I got it. There you terms. go. So, so I just get the dumb guy. He also gave you the thumbs up on your pronunciation of Scion. Well, thank you. That would be the first thing that I've pronounced correctly this whole episode. <laughs> I would like to uh, thank our awesome Patreon supporters, uh, the people that make this fine show continue on to its 27th week. Can you believe we've been doing this show 27 weeks so far? It feels like at least six times that much. <laughs> Laurent Giroux. Gary Heather. Speaking of which. Eric Nelson. Harbonaut. Graham Vebke. Frodo NL. Tapes from the Crypt. Pixels at Dawn. Chris Folds. Paul Harrington. And Christopher Hassall. Thank you guys so much for supporting our Sinclair. And I also want to thank Good man. all the fine folks in the chat, the live chat, the YouTube chat, Gary Heather, 10-Minute Amiga Retrocast, Youssef Salim, Jan Holbro Rasmussen. Good name, man. Eh? Car 2005, and Duncan Styles and Ricky DeRocher. 
Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Uh, We enjoy taping the show live and hope you can join us whenever you can. And if you can't, thanks for listening on whatever you're listening. We need the live chat to to correct our pronunciation and our many mistakes. True, true. Next week, Aaron, we're going to be playing Pixels of Dawn's favorite game. He told me this a long time ago on one of my original Spectrum streams when we first got the Specky from the Huck. Is it Paperboy 2? It's not Paperboy 2. It's another um, mounted vehicle game. I'm talking about ATV Simulator. Oh, my. As residents of West Virginia, who else more qualified to review an ATV game? I spend many of my evenings out mudding in the back 40 (laughs) on my ATV. That's right. Back roads are bogging up, as they say. Is that what they say? (laughs) I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I listen to country music. I know how (laughs) they talk. That's hard to believe, (laughs) Boat. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, rewind tape. And press play.